Welcome, everybody. This is Chris Tubbs, President-Elect for the California Fire Chiefs Association. Um, unfortunately, today, President Geick is unable to join us for this podcast, uh, but we're going to go ahead and move forward with this due to the importance of the issue and, and the timeliness. So we're publishing this podcast to provide our members with information regarding our upcoming annual conference. And our guest today is Cal Chiefs Executive Director, Chief Jeff Meston. Um, we've asked Chief Meston to do a podcast with us to provide the latest updates regarding our upcoming annual conference. And we're releasing this podcast as episode four, and we're releasing it early. If any of you have been following our podcast, you're going to be asking, where is episode two and three? They are actually done, but they're on a schedule to be published uh, in two-week increments. So due to the importance of getting this one out early, it's coming before episodes two and three. Uh, so if you have that question, that's the reason why. So the first thing that I'd like to do is introduce uh, Jeff. And, and uh, Jeff, do you have any words you want to say to the audience before we kick off talking about this conference we've got this year? Uh, not really, Chris. I'm excited to be on with you and to share with our membership what's going to happen this year. It's a little bit different than it's happened in the past. So I am ready, willing, and able to answer your questions. Well, awesome. And uh, let me just make a little bit of a plug for you here. Um, those of us who sit on the e-board, especially in one of the three president's positions, get to see firsthand um, all of the work that's required in putting together a conference, um, working with the site, working with vendors, um, all of those things. And um, it's just a tremendous body of work. And Jeff, you know, certainly on behalf of myself and uh, President Geick, I would just like to thank you for all the work that you've done to to put this conference um, up for us this year to make sure that all of our T's are are crossed and our I's are dotted. And hopefully all of our members come away with a feeling um, of, uh, you know, great feelings and positive feelings about uh, the value of the conference and have a, an enjoyable time. So um, let's start off with uh, maybe a broad question. Uh, many of us have been to the annual conference each year. What's different this year? Well, actually, there's quite a bit that's different this year. But before I get into some of those details, I'd like to thank our conference committee, which were Chiefs Geick, Tubbs, and Hine. Uh, they were really helpful in helping us put this all together. So what we're doing this year that's a little bit different is that our entire conference is going to be held at the Sacramento Convention Center. It's actually called the Safe Convention Center. It is right next to the Grand Sheraton. What's really important for our members to know is that you will be entering on the east entrance, 15th and K Street. We're going to try and make that pretty simple for you this year because we're going to have one of Sacramento City's ladder trucks sitting out front. So hopefully uh, it'll give you uh, some breadcrumbs to get to our entrance. Um, I'm real excited about the uh, venue that's going into place. In addition to that, uh, we're having all of our classes and opening ceremonies upstairs in the conference center, but we also have Hall D which is also in that entrance. And we have 16,435 feet of conference space. So we'll have fire apparatus in there. Um, everything will be totally contained. Uh, it's a pretty exciting new venue. Uh, we're excited to make this happen for everybody. And we've worked really diligently trying to bring to you everything that's going on in today's California Fire Service. Well, that's probably a great segue, Jeff, into my next question is maybe we could talk about the plan 
for each day, beginning with Tuesday. I know that you have worked really hard on on setting up the schedule, uh, but maybe if we could give our folks kind of a preview of what's behind the curtain, um, that could be some great information. So what's the plan for Tuesday? We'll start off with Tuesday. We're being hosted by the city of Sacramento, so we'll be having our uh, opening ceremonies, honor guard, chaplain, welcome by city officials, um, that's going to all take place to start us off. And then we're bringing back one of our old and dearest friends, Chief Ernie Mitchell from the National Fallen Firefighters Foundation. And he's going to give us a little talk about it's more than a memorial. Uh, again, Chief uh, Mitchell served his time in California uh, and uh, really a great uh, honor for us to have him back at the California Fire Chiefs Conference. In addition to that, our sponsors really make a huge difference in what we do. Uh, and we've really got some uh, high-end sponsors this year. We have our Fire Chiefs level, which is the highest level. We have Vantage ID, our CalJack program, Intera, and FirstNet. And at the deputy chief level, we have uh, Golden State Apparatus and on-duty health. And finally, at the battalion chief level, we have Axon. So uh, we're going to have uh, our morning ceremonies. Uh, we're going to start at 10 a.m., and then we're going to break about lunch, uh, 12 o'clock for lunch. This year is a little bit different. The only meal that Cal Chiefs is going to sponsor as a real meal is our president's luncheon. So we're going to send everybody off into Sacramento between 12 and 1.30, and then we're going to come back and we're going to acknowledge a couple more sponsors, and we're going to get right into our California Fire Chiefs Association business meeting. This year, we have an important initiative ahead of everybody, a bylaws change, which we will uh, vote on to determine if we can move our planning meeting up uh, into right after our conference into October. Uh, we have sent out appropriate uh, notices per our bylaws, but the real bottom line is for us to get a good handle on our legislative direction and le- legislation agenda, uh, we need to do that in October as compared to when we usually do it, February or March. Uh, and it's just obvious that our agenda needs to take place. So we're going to hopefully have our membership help us change that. Uh, when that uh, business meeting is conducted or concluded, we're going to do our legislative update for the year. Uh, we're going to have our legislative director, Ted Peterson, and our uh, consulting firm, PPA, take us through that process. And then, as it's going to be for the next couple of days, we're going to start at 4 o'clock, and we're going to launch into our uh, vendor and hosted reception. It's going to be a little bit different again this year. We're going to have uh, hors d'oeuvres for everyone. Uh, we're going to have some drink tickets in your packet. Uh, and, but more importantly, we're going to have a, a raffle and a drawing every day. Um, we've acquired $2,500 worth of gift certificates. So they'll be easy for you to take home if you're flying. Uh, we also have vendors that are chipping in with uh, prizes. And we're going to have a, a, an interesting way of doing that where we'll have uh, each a uh, participant that wants to play in our uh, raffle will have to go around and meet with our vendors and scan in some codes. Um, and we'll have several raffles every day. So we're going to go from four to seven o'clock. The important thing is that you need to be there to be able to win. So th- that's what we're going to end up to doing. So that's our uh, uh, first day raffle, uh, three hours with our vendors, and then we'll uh, send you off. Uh, for cocktails and dinner with your uh, colleagues and friends. So we're pretty excited about that. And that is day one. 
Well, you know, that's you hit on, I think, a really important point, Jeff. And and obviously last year, you know, every year we do this as a learning lesson. You know, last year was a little unique in that we were sort of coming out of COVID um, and hotels were not quite fully open. But one of the things that we experienced was, unfortunately, we, we had to have a separate location for our vendors over the main hall. And, you know, obviously that has an impact on the, the ability of our folks to go out and meet with the vendors. And so, you know, I, I want to uh, make a plug for our vendors. Um, we don't, we don't host this conference without the support of our vendors. Um, and obviously they do, um, some great work for us in regards to the equipment and services, you know, that we, um, leverage to run our agency. So, um, we are always, um, at the executive level, we're always pushing out and encouraging people, uh, please take a few minutes to go visit the vendors. They're taking valuable time out of their schedules. They're spending their hard earned dollars to support us. And for us to just simply at least walk by their booths, say hello, thank them for coming, um, perhaps listen to, uh, you know, what their um, product is or their services are, um, that goes a long way. We certainly want to make sure that our vendors feel like that they're a part of this conference and a valued partner in what we do. So um, you're going to hear us continue to um, encourage that. So um, Tuesday, as as I suspected, very, very busy day, and I'm sure Wednesday is no different. What do we have going on Wednesday? Well, again, uh, Wednesday, we're going to use a format where we have an open session in the morning, which everyone will attend, and we have some breakout sessions. But let me tell you about some of our speakers. Um, we're going to start off with Dr. Odom, and he's going to talk about clearing the path, assessing and overcoming organizational, cultural, and legal barriers for firefighter wellness. We know that firefighter wellness is a huge issue in today's service. Uh, followed by him, we're going to have uh, Chief Jeff Johnson, who uh, is with the Western Fire Chiefs, and he's going to intrigue us by his speech called What If? And then uh, lastly, we have uh, Dr. David Saw from the Climate and Wildfire Institute. He's going to be talking about a practice of integrating science, policy, and action. And as we all know, wildfire and certainly climate change has been a big impact to how we do business, how our profession has changed radically. So I think we're bringing you a very strong, strong uh, presentations in the morning. Uh, we reached out to our uh, area directors this year and sought input on to what our programs ought to look like. And one of the great suggestions was that we ought to have some tracks. So we integrated tracks into our session. So I'll take you through what's going to happen. If you can imagine, we're going to have uh, concurring tracks occurring in the breakout rooms. So you get to pick your take. If you stick with the track, you don't have to be there. You can come and see where you're going to be. So uh, I'll take you through uh, what the speakers look like. We're going to start at 1 o'clock after, again, having an hour and a half away for lunch. We're going to start with uh, Chief Todd LaDuke about emergency survival trends facing the fire service. He's really been a pioneer in some of the cancer things that are going on right now. And that'll be part of our health and safety track. Continuing on, uh, then we go into our session operations and training, and we have task force mobilization and interagency operations during civil unrest in California's capital city. Again, that's by Chief Gary Losh. Uh, next up, we have uh, Making the Magic of LAFCO Work for You. Uh, that's under our fire administration component, Chief Mark Hine and Bill Adams. Uh, and then lastly, 
we're going into the future trends and technology stage. And that's Chief Derek Alkinis with implementing evidence-based tactical considerations. I think that would be a fascinating subject for everybody. And then at two o'clock, we're going to start yet another round of classes. We're going to start with carbon monoxide kills, multi-casualty incidents, and firefighter rehab with uh, Chief Phil Davis as part of our health and safety track. Chief Mark Bisbee with Fire Service Futurecast, State Fire Trainings Blueprint 2030, and that's part of our operations and training track. And then we're going to go with Crosby Grindle, saving time and money with the cooperative purchasing agreements. And that's part of our fire administration track. And then coming up, uh, last but not least in that track of future trends in technology, we're going to do, uh, Kevin Nida, Chief Zagaris, Chief Johnson, and Todd Early, first net for day-to-day operations for the fire service and in on incidents. So that concludes the uh, 2 o'clock to 2.50 track. Moving on next to our 3 o'clock track, we have uh, starting off with Chief Alex Hamilton, suicide in the fire service on our health and safety track. Then we're going to go into um, – our operations and training track, recruitment and training for the 21st Century Fire Service with uh, Jack Director Yvonne De La Pena. And then uh, coming up next, we're going to go into our fire administration track with leveraging federal grants for fire readiness. And we're going to use Kamala Kuhn for that. And then lastly, as part of our future trends and technology track, we're going to have Pick Your Hard, where technology meets the fire service with Robert Edson from uh, in Terra. So I think we've assembled for you a pretty strong package of operations and training, fire administration, uh, future trends, technology, and health and safety. And again, the participants can go into each and every room or stay for the entire track. Uh, we're going to have some of our area directors being the facilitators in those rooms so we can keep all the balls in motions as we come and go throughout that process. And that yeah. concludes until we get into our vendor show, our tracks. So Jeff, just out of curiosity, I know sometimes when I've gone to conferences, you know, and the speakers um, have a, have a great presentation and sometimes they augment it with a PowerPoint or, or something like that. Will any of those materials be available for our members either later on that they can download or um, at the, the actual um, uh, class? Yes, uh, the answer is yes to that. We will take all the PowerPoint uh, presentations and then put them up on our website so our members can take advantage of that. Because again, we have some great programs competing with, with each other and try, we tried not to be repetitive this year. We just wanted to give everybody the opportunity. Uh, membership and attendance looks really good this year. So we're really excited about the opportunity of seeing our, all our old friends and colleagues again and get them, getting them back to Sacramento where we, you know, are really our uh, work really gets done. Yeah, I would say after our two years of the pandemic, getting back uh, in face to face, you know, with our colleagues is a great thing. I know, I know that uh, I sure have been uh, enjoying that as we've slowly come out of the restrictions. So Thursday, I know we have some other um, things set up. Tell us a little bit about what the plan is for Thursday. Okay, on Thursday, uh, we that is our uh, President's Day, and uh, the reality there is that we're going to start uh, off at eight thirty in the morning. Uh, we're going to have a talk by 
CPF President Brian Rice and uh, IAFF General Secretary Treasurer Frank Lima. Uh, for those of you that have seen both of those speakers before, you'll know they'll be entertaining. And we work so very closely with CPF. So, you know, we're thrilled not only to have Yvonne helping us with recruitment and retention, but also President Rice giving his some of his insights. Um, then we're going to give uh, the podium back to uh, President Geich for his uh, final thoughts and words. Uh, and then we're going to go on a quick break because we know that people are going to be needing to check out and all of the things that we go along with that. And again, we're starting a little early that day. Uh, then between 10 and 1030, we're going to install our new officers. So that's where you, Chris, will become the president of the California Fire Chiefs Association. So we'll go through that process, uh, come back about 1030, and then we're going to have uh, one of our uh, long-term consultants, a great friend of ours, uh, Chief Kurt Hinke, talked to us about what's going on in the world of EMS. Uh, we know that we have spent a tremendous amount of time and energy on that. Uh, we're making some strides, but uh, Kurt will give us a little blueprint of where we are and where we're going. Then we're again, again, we're going to go from 1120 to 1140 and allow our members to get, check out those of them that are leaving. Uh, we'll come back and then we're going to do the Ronnie uh, Jack Coleman a Fire Chief of the Year Award, always the highlight of one of our uh, conferences. Uh, and then ultimately, we'll have a Italian buffet luncheon in honor of our Italian past president, Ray Geich. <laughs> um, and then when we're completed with our lunch, uh, we're going to turn it over to our new president, Chris Tubbs, uh, who's going to con conclude a little bit and share some of his philosophies moving forward. Now, we have something special built into this. Pretty excited about that. We're going to have actually a drawing, again, for members in attendance um, for those that stuck around the last day and are joining us in uh, some of the pomp and circumstance as we change the guard. So we'll we'll blend that in during our lunch period as well. Um, and that'll be a pretty nice one. We've got a $500 gift card that we're going to be giving away. So I think it'll be worth uh, everybody's effort to uh, come to that event. And that'll conclude uh, Conference 2022. Uh, again, I'm excited that we have a lot of people that are uh, signing up and registering. I think we've got a great uh, group of vendors that are in place. Uh, again, it, it's... Uh, we're only really spending six hours with the vendors. And I know that uh, you're probably getting me uh, tired of me hearing talking about this. But when we look at revenue sources in the California Fire Chiefs, we have two main sources. We are, have our membership and we have our conference. So it's really incumbent upon us to uh, break even or make money during our conference. Uh, but we're not being cheap about it. And working at the convention center is not a... Um, an event that uh, we're taking very lightly. I'd like to again remind the people, and hopefully you'll see this, but um, the entrance for our conference this year will be the East Entrance, uh, 15th and K Street. Uh, you'll come out of the hotel, you'll walk down the street till you get 15th, and there you'll be, K and 15th. You'll you'll sit right there. It's really quite nice, really quite private. Um, it's our entrance. It's our way into the venue. It's our way into where our conference is going to be held. So everything's really self-contained. For those of you who haven't been to the Sacramento Convention Center, they just did a pretty big remodel. It's quite a nice facility, um, and I think we're going to enjoy that. So 
That kind of gives you my little wrap up on what's going on with the conference. Uh, we'll try and send out some notices to remind people about that. Uh, what we'll also end up doing is we'll have a code uh, for people for the internet. We have our own private internet connection, uh, passcode, et cetera, that uh, will take place. Um, so this will be a great opportunity to wander the streets and uh, find yourself from breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We've already coordinated a little bit with the uh, Sheraton Hotel. For those of you that went to the Firefighter Memorial this year, we understood that they ran out of food. Um, so we have had a serious discussion about having making sure that we have bartenders that are available, that we have breakfast soup food in the morning that's available, uh, lunch food that's available, uh, dinner and snacks that's available. So the hotel has assured us that uh, they will be up and running and you won't have to order in pizza. So we're uh, thrilled about that event as well. Chris, back to you. Well, again, Jeff, I know I, I said it at the beginning here, but I think it's worth repeating is uh, because I've had the opportunity to see behind the curtain, um, you know, go and visit the facility when we were looking at venue options. Uh, I am uh, deeply aware of the amount of time and energy uh, and some degree of frustration from time to time that you've experienced in putting this together on behalf of all of us. So um, I want to thank you for um, all of your um, efforts, your commitment and dedication to making this an excellent conference. Um, I know we learn a little bit each time we do these things and hopefully they get better and better, but uh, certainly our goal and objective here is to put something together that our members find, you know, worthwhile, valuable, they can take home and implement perhaps some of the things that they've learned, or perhaps they found a new vendor or a service that uh, is, they're in need of at that time. So um, hopefully we'll be able to meet um, folks' expectations. But again, Jeff, I want to thank you um, for that. And But before we sign off, just a couple of quick questions. One is, did you want to talk about registration in the open cer- opening ceremony at all? Yes. Uh, thank you so much for that. So we're going to open up registration at 7 a.m. on Tuesday morning. That's when we uh, really have and have bought our part of our conference center. You'll find that there'll be uh, two booths when you uh, come up. Uh, you you will have the uh, vendor and uh, exhibitor and sponsor booths, and then you will also have the speaker and attendee booth. Uh, this year, we've worked really hard to produce some nice swag for the bags for our members. We're going to have a brand new uh, Cal Chiefs baseball hat. I know that uh, I received one at a conference I went to about 20 years ago and uh, still wear it to this day. Uh, this is uh, Cal Chiefs uh, 125th birthday. So you're also going to get a 125th uh, commemorative challenge coin for this year's conference as well. So we'll have the swag bags uh, available to you. You'll come in, we'll have your badges all made up and ready to go. Uh, you'll pick up your bag and then you'll be able to attend. Uh, for those of you that may be traveling late or running late, um, if you can check in before 10, we'll do that. Uh, we'll keep that booth open throughout the process, uh, but we'll get you into the opening ceremonies because uh, you know, when we have the uh, pipes and drums and the flag ceremonies, nobody wants to miss that. So we'll be working with everybody to be able to make that all happen. And, and of course, by the time we get to the vendor booths, you'll need your badges to be able to get in. Uh, part of what you'll find in your package is a couple drink tickets and your challenge coin. That'll be in a separate envelope, uh, again, to uh, ensure that we have given everybody the proper th- proper steps forward. And if I can, again, I'd like to thank the committee. Uh, you know, I'm just the hands and the feet of this operation. Uh, the brains of the group is really the uh, 
a conference committee again, Chief Geiks, Tub, and Hine, and I really appreciate that. So thank you so much. Absolutely, Jeff. And, and uh, you know, as we begin to sort of close this podcast down today, um, one of the things that jumps out at me is I think we've worked really, really hard, obviously, to get information out to folks to make sure that, you know, they have a, a clear understanding of registration, location, all those kinds of things. But if individuals have a question that we've not addressed, what's the best way for them to get that answered? Well, I think the most expedient way would be an email because, uh, you know, the phone rings off the hook and we're doing a lot of coordination with vendors right now. We're getting between 15 and 25 calls a day from our vendors to finalize the details. So my email is jeff.meston, M-E-S-T-O-N, at calchiefs.org. Um, I'm up pretty early and I go to bed eh, sort of late. So the reality is... Um, this is just like being a fire chief again. I live by the phone and I die by the phone. And that includes my email. So if you have any specific questions, uh, we're taking uh, uh, registration right up to the very end uh, because, we, again, uh, we're excited about the possibilities of seeing our friends and colleagues. Well, that's great, Jeff. And again, I really appreciate you taking time today uh, to meet with me and to kind of walk through the conference uh, details so that, uh, you know, our members are better informed. Um, any parting thoughts before um, we go? I just hope that uh, those that can attend will attend. Uh, this is the topical stuff within the fire service today. We're talking behavioral health. We're talking recruitment and retention. In California, we're talking about EMS and the delivery of EMS and how we do that. We're talking about suicide, which is a bill that uh, Chief Hamilton and Cal Chiefs have moved forward with the League of Cities and FDAC. So we're really pretty topical on what's going on there. I think you'll find a good selection of speakers. Uh, I'm proud of the venue. Uh, we've got some overall big picture thing when we think about the National Fa Fallen Firefighters Foundation and when we think of our uh, Jeff Johnson from Western Fire Chiefs. So I think it'll serve a great purpose for all. Well, again, Jeff, thanks so much for uh, all of the work and certainly meeting with me today. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing everyone uh, in a few weeks in Sacramento. Uh, so uh, thank you so much and have a great day. And everyone, we'll see you soon.